Hello world, this is Elizabeth. And this is Kara. And you're listening to In Transit, two triathletes take on the world. Excellent. <laughs> you only have how many days, Kara? Two days. You leave on Friday, right? Yes. I okay, do. Kara, for those people who don't know, is running the Charlottesville, Virginia Marathon, 26.2 miles. And she leaves on Friday morning for uh, making her way down south to go to Virginia. Right. And depending on how long it takes us to get the show out, it, I might have already done it. Yeah, I'm going to try to, we're going to try to get it out pretty soon. So yeah, you're listening to pre-race. Cause, well, because I will have some post-race stuff, so that will be for the next show. And we want to get out, yes. get that out soon. Exactly. So, okay, so Kara, how have you been tapering this week for uh, pre-marathon? Well, I have, let's see, Monday I had a rest day, as always. Yesterday I ran three miles. And get this, I hadn't run for several days because I had a friend visiting over the weekend. So mm-hmm. I was this um, it was like getting back into the groove again. And um, okay. I ran, it was only three miles, but guess how fast I ran it? How fast? How, 25 minutes. What? Yeah. So yeah. you have like eight 20-minute pace? Yeah. That's been freaking fantastic. I know, and it was weird. It Okay, I seriously, I was looking at my, you know, I was watching my progress or whatever, and I was thinking, I need to slow down, you know, <laughs> like, because I, yeah. didn't, I didn't want to get in the, since I'm trying to taper, I didn't want these last runs to be too fast, and then when I do my marathon, I didn't want to, um, like, sprint off the start, you know what I mean? So, right, like, right. I, need to, I need to slow down to try to find my race pace. Well, I kept trying to slow down, and it was like I was on autopilot. I, like, couldn't slow down. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. That's yeah. good, though. That's fine. I mean, I think that that's totally good. Yeah, well... That's really, really good. I guess. I don't know. Well, I think I think your body knows. As physical fitness, honest to God, I really am, truly believe that it's... 90% mental because and when your body knows that you only have three miles I think it's okay with going a little bit faster and just doing it own pace kind of thing but when you know that you're going to have to run 20.2 I think you mentally and your body mentally reserves itself yeah Is that making sense you know yeah I think so so I don't think that running an 820 pace for three miles is bad at all for a taper week, anyway. Yeah. I think you're going to run it a lot faster than you're expecting. Run the three, what, run what? The marathon? The marathon, yeah. I really do. I don't know. I don't, and that's, I'm trying <laughs> not to, I'm trying not to have a certain what, pace in mind or anything. I'm just going to try to feel it out. You know? Good, good. I think that's so good. And not stress yourself out about making time. Yeah, exactly. Good. Good, so, good, good. Yeah, I haven't even really... I mean, I kind of... I have sort of a ballpark in mind, but I, I just don't really know because I, since this is my first one, I don't really know what to expect, so... That's so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so good. You've been tapering. Um, okay, so here's what I did. I woke up really, really early today. And I hate waking up in the morning. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
that I woke up really early this morning and I got motivated for some reason or another and I went to the gym before the sun came up. Whoa. I know. That is a huge deal for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Holy crap. I was excited about that. That's that's my only news. <laughs> that's good, though. What did you do at the gym? Um, I lifted weights. I'm doing a lot more weight training now because I'm trying to get ready for a tri season. Yes. Do you know what's I'm ever so excited. Do you know which races you're doing yet? Not. I don't have anything set in stone, but I do have a couple in mind. Okay. Yeah, that's. So, I, I still, know. I still have don't know what I'm doing exactly because I've just been focused on the marathon, but. Oh, I yeah. kind of have a list of local ones. I just need to weed out, you know, weed through it or whatever mm -hmm. you call it. Yeah. So. so okay, so let's try 101, and I guess our next try 101 will be your race review, Kara. I know. Crazy. Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm kind of in that phase where it really hasn't set in, you know, yeah, the shock yeah. hasn't set in, I'm just kind of going with it, and enjoying the taper, and, yeah, it's gonna, I think it'll really sink in when, on Friday, when I don't have to go into work, you know, when I'm, like, driving to Virginia, and, anyway. holy crap, oh my gosh, I'm excited, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye, thanks, We have a Stoked and Stellar item that I am so excited about because I just got it. Um, okay, everybody knows that I'm kind of a clothing when it comes to running and stuff, or when it just comes to working out altogether. Wait, a I cannot wear a clothing what? A clothing snob. Oh, okay. When it comes to stuff that I have to wear to work out in, because I get, I sweat a lot. So um, I'm really crazy about dry fit stuff and not wearing cotton. I just can't stand it. So I got a present from um, our good friend Tave that owns Gym Skins, and it's a dry fit shirt. He has officially a dry fit line now. So if anybody wants a fun shirt that says really funny things on it, they, they can go to gymskins.com. That's G-Y-M-S-K-I-N-Z.com. And uh, the shirt that he sent me is hilarious. It says, well, it all the all the use, oh, I don't know if I can say this. I can't say it, actually. But well, it's this, funny. It's just say blank, you know. Okay, it says, all the use are missing in it. It says, just shut the blank up and run. And it says at the bottom, all that's missing is you. Isn't that funny? And it says it on the back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What it color, makes me laugh. What color is it? It is baby blue with um, yellow trim. That sounds nice. It is, actually. It's really girly. I like it. And then it's got this craft saying on the back, which is even funnier. So I love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, dry fit all the way. And I'm super excited that the Fun Shirt Maker has found a new line to go dry fit with, so I'm super excited. And he also actually got gave a shirt that is a regular t-shirt that not, it's like a baby tee, and it says um, threesome anyone, <laughs> and it's got <laughs> the, the triathlon icons on it, you know, like the swimmer, biker, runner. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's pretty funny. Anyway, so I, thanks to him for sending those. And if you haven't ever worn dry fit before, just give it a try, and I think you'll be amazed. I mean, I wear it just in normal, everyday life. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty stellar. Hope everybody's ready for a Bon Voyage trip tip, because Kara's got a doozy. Yes. It's more of a fun thing to do while you're on a trip, not necessarily a way to be more efficient or, you know, like anything. It's just a fun a fun thing to do. So, okay, Kara, what is it? Okay. Here is the deal. Like I said earlier, I had a friend in town last weekend, and we went into New York for the day, um, since... It's awesome. Oh, that's a, another thing is living in New Haven is pretty cool because you can just ride the train into New York, and it's just a little – it's about an hour and a half train ride, so which is pretty cool. Oh, fun. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about, you know, driving in and finding parking and all that junk. So right. that was excellent. So, yeah, that's – I guess that could be another – you know, extra trip tip is to try to use public transit as much as possible. It's great. Yeah, no kidding. So, of course, being the geek I am, I decided (laughs) I'm going to wear my pedometer when we go into the city. So I put it on before we left. And we got into New York at about 10 a.m., and we didn't get home until 3 (laughs) a.m., So we were oh, the, my gosh. Yeah, we were in the city all day. But, well, the main reason we got home so late is we uh, we were going to try to catch, like, an 11-20-something train, but we um, went to the Empire State Building. Uh, oh, fun. Yeah. Well, we went to a Broadway show, and the show got over at about 10, and then by the time we went to the Empire State Building after the show, because Empire State Building is open until 2 a.m., and so we went there, and the line, there's a security line that you have to go through, um, mm-hmm. kind of like going at, at the, like you're at the airport, they make you put your yeah. bag through the thing. It took like an hour and a half. And this is at, like, what? this is almost 11 o'clock at night, you know? And so it was a Saturday night. Well, um, by the, so by the time we got done there and got back to the train station, um, we didn't, we were on like the 112 train, so we didn't get back to New Haven until about three something. So Jeez. yeah, but anyway, so the point of the story is that I wore the. Pedoc- wait, okay, wait, pause. Sorry, what show did you go see? Oh, we went to see the Drowsy Chaperone. Was it good? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. You may not have heard of it. It's not like one of the you know most known shows or whatever, but the. Okay, the one thing I was disappointed about, which I didn't know until after, was, have, do you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is kind <laughs> of obscure unless you really watch the show, but a lot of people do, I guess. Do you know mm-hmm. Amy, the um, Robert's yeah. wife? Okay, her yeah. the, uh-huh. la- the lady that plays her mom... Oh, yeah. That she's kind of like, yeah. Really high voice, really talkative. Yeah, really yeah. Like sweet voice. <laughs> yeah. Right, she, right. She was in the show, except she 
her understudy was in when I saw it. So she was, Oh, yeah. Man. But she was in the playbill. So I was like, oh, that sucks. I would have liked to see her. <laughs> but, you know, the crazy thing is, like I said, I didn't know until after. And I had, the understudy must have been really good because I had no idea, you know. So, wow. Yeah. And, um, oh, and another thing, another side thing, not the point of what I'm trying to say, but... You know how Broadway shows, if you're late, they they make you, like, wait until the curtain's up and then um, the show started to sit, you know? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> we were cutting it so close, we, like, literally ran across the street and ran into the theater. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we sat down, and they're like, one minute until the show begins. <laughs> Wow, that is kind of close. Yeah, I, literally, we all we did was sit down, take our coats off, and the lights went down and the um, show started. <laughs> well, at least you didn't have to wait. That's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, so the show was actually really good. It was great. Um, it was only it was a two-hour show, but there was no intermission. Um, oh. Yeah, so we were watching it, and since there's no intermission or anything, we just... Um, next thing we knew, it was over, and I was like, what? That was that was so short, and looked at our watch, oh. and it was two hours. Like, Oh, wow. That was, that means that was a good show, then. Exactly. So, That's yeah, good. if you're, if you're going to catch a show, I recommend The Drowsy Chaperone. It's excellent. Good. Cool. Oh, okay, so back, <laughs> back from my tangent. Um, so I'm wearing this speedometer. Like I said, we did have a really long day, but guess how many miles we walked? I have no idea. 24.45. So you basically walked a marathon. Almost. Yeah, except, well, that's what, actually, I was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to be, we walked all that, and I was pretty tired at the end of the day, and I'm thinking, I'm running more than that, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Whoa. But, um, but anyway, even though I skipped my run that day, because I was supposed to run eight miles, I was like, well, I think walking 24 is a good substitute, (laughs) you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um... Oh, and the thing, the crazy thing is, we took the subway a lot, like because we, we went out mm-hmm. to Statue of Liberty also, and um, around. To, well, y'all just did the whole New York experience, didn't you? Yeah. Well, my friend who had never been to New York, so. <laughs> oh, oh, that is cool, then. Good. Yeah, I had to take her on like the total tourist, cool. you know, major sights thing. So. <laughs> anyway, um. We had a really fun time, but I was—I just couldn't believe we had walked that much. So no joke, I know. But you know what? That just goes to show that the people in the city—you know—that's why they're fitter than people in Texas because we drive everywhere. Yep, yep. Everywhere. Well, you know what's crazy? Um, my friend Jenny, who is in town, she's from Iowa, and um, I guess that's not the point, but. Uh, <laughs> she um, she was like dying at the end of the day, and I was like I was tired, but I was fine, you know. I like I could have kept walking more and more, you know. Well, um, she's like she's not like overweight or like out out of shape really or anything, but she doesn't work out definitely like we we do at all. But she mm-hmm. she like plays volleyball. She's on a volleyball team and. 
but she doesn't. But it's not endurance stuff. Where... She doesn't like go running or anything like that. So she plays more like team sport things, like volleyball. Right. And she golfs and that kind of thing. So she golfs. Yeah, she golfs. Ooh. So she doesn't do a lot of high, like endurance or cardio, like high rate or you know long term elevated heart rate things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. I okay. So my point of bringing this up is that <laughs> being a, an endurance athlete, like when you're around people that aren't, it you kind it's hard to judge. Like um, like I kept saying, I'm like, oh, whatever, you're fine, you know. <laughs> like, no, like, yeah, I know. It come is. on, I'm like, come on, you can make it. She's like, I'm tired. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And you're like, let's just swim out to Staten Island. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, it it just cracked me up because, um, and I don't know, I was just thinking, I'm like, yeah, or because she goes, I don't run marathons like you (laughs) do. (laughs) And, um, I mean, this is like toward the end of the day, but it just, it was just funny because I was just thinking about, um, how when you're in a certain physical shape, it's hard to relate to people who aren't in that same mm-hmm. shape. Well, that, and also I think it's kind of a, a nice reality check of how much exercise actually does improve your life. I mean, because we don't even realize it. But, yeah, it's just I mean, like it's, normal. But we life. only realize it when we're around people. But our normal lives might seem completely active just because our energy levels are higher. Well, Naturally. another thing too. Um, I well, I kind of noted like if we're talking about noticing differences. Um, where I work, we're on the second floor, and I always take the stairs because it's just you know two flights of stairs up to the second floor. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, most most everyone I work with, they all most of them take the stairs too. So you know, no this against them or whatever. But uh-huh. this um, one of the girls I usually go to lunch with. Whenever and she's like, you know, around my age, in relatively good shape, but she doesn't. She also doesn't work out. But right. she's like always out of breath when we get up the stairs, and it's hilarious. What? She's well, like not, <laughs> that's not funny. Not like, not like totally panting or anything, but she'll be like, like just breathing heavier, wow. you know. And and I like. It's just, it's funny because we'll be talking as we go up the stairs and we get to the top, she'll be like having trouble talking as much, you know, and I'm just, it, I, it's, I'm not even phased. So I'm like, whoa, this is weird. You know, how is it mm-hmm. so different? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, really, that is just a huge daily reminder of how exercise affects people. Yeah. So, anyway, and I'm not trying to, like, brag or anything, but I just, it's just hard to, I I guess, you know, the thing that shocks me the most is, like, I don't feel like I'm in that tip-top of shape either, you know? Yeah, no, I I know exactly what you're saying. Because, I mean, I think it's because we hear about, read about, and know all these other athletes who are way superior to us, even, Mm -hmm. and so then we don't think we're 
as up there, but then when you, we compare ourselves to most of the rest of the population, <laughs> we're right. like, we're above average, you know, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah, and we can walk up two flights of stairs, and we can walk around New York for a whole day, and we're okay. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I don't know exactly where I'm going with that, but I just... I that was a Bon Voyage trip tip to wear a pedometer. <laughs> <laughs> Making a full circle. <laughs> and yet, yet another in transit, long way to get to the point <laughs> segment. <laughs> life anxiety and a lot of crazy stuff's happening but we're going to try to focus <laughs> yes and that's well that's part of life anxiety is is losing focus so yeah that's actually exactly what our life anxiety is about this week it is and you know what here's i'm going to try to focus and really <laughs> narrow this down and I'm gonna. I'm looking for you for support, Elizabeth. <laughs> All right, Carol. I'll keep you on track. <laughs> okay. So let me just give you my little story about how this topic came about. Well. Okay. So Elizabeth and I tend to email back and forth ideas to each other for the sh- for the upcoming shows. So, <laughs> well, a lot of it is so we have elect um, electronic record of what we're going to talk about, so then we can go back to it. And remember, before we actually record, because we'll forget otherwise. So. Right. And I will literally, when I when I write my emails to Kara, I literally say, Elizabeth, do this. In my emails, I refer to myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm giving myself notes, but I'm emailing it to you, just so I won't forget. Yep. Yeah, so, that's bad. Go um, ahead. Um. Okay, so we were in another email... Well, the email was about some other topic, which I can't remember, and that's part of my life anxiety. (laughs) Um, Elizabeth and I were talking about something, and then at the end I go, maybe we can talk about that on the show. And I cannot remember what that was, and Elizabeth can't really remember getting that email. Okay, sweet, maybe I just, like, wrote it and didn't send it. I don't know. And then, I don't know, <laughs> but that's the whole point. I mean, that's sad that we can't remember, and this was today. Yeah, I, well, and that's another thing. I'm pretty sure it was today. I'm, like, 95% sure it was today. But it could have been yesterday, maybe. <laughs> it could have been 35 days ago. I have no idea. I mean, no clue. But, I mean, I think that's, okay, okay, focus. We are so dependent on electronic transmission that we write emails and we forget about emails. And just because we're like, oh, we can refer to that later and just forget the content. I'm so electronically dependent. It's sad. It's kind of, here's my way of thinking about it. It's as if when we write it, down, whether it be on paper or in an email, then it's we can clear that space in our head for new information. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I look at it. it's, like, <laughs> it's like we're taking it from our brain and transferring it to the paper, and then the it's not we're not just copying it. We're like cutting it from our brain and pasting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Yeah, even in even in computer lingo, you say cut and paste. <laughs> it, instead of copy and paste, we're cutting and pasting. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's sad. But, I mean, so I guess we, I'm a list person like you would not believe, and I do the exact same thing. Even on, pen, like, with pen and paper, I make lists, and I don't worry about remembering that list just because I'm like, okay, it's on my list. I'll I'll remember later, or I'll get to that later, and even though I don't know what it is. Yeah. But in my head, I just know that I have a list to go to and look at it, exactly. even though I can't remember what's on the list. So, I guess my yeah, I agree with you. My life anxiety is just I need to focus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and I don't know. I don't know what to do to make it. To I don't know what I need to do to be better about that. Cause well, it, Oh, I just think you probably need to just be more aware. I think that's an easy fix. It's not like we have memory problems. Yeah. We just, you need to be more aware of what we're doing. I need to try to really make a conscious effort to remember stuff. <laughs> yeah, even the little things that we write down and try to forget and make room for. <laughs> yep. You know, I read once um, a few years ago, I think it was way back in college, uh, that a good memory test that you're supposed to do, well, this is actually for aging people just so they keep their memory sharp. But I think anybody can do it because we're all aging. Um, I mean, even starting really young, you're supposed to write three items down in the morning, yeah. and then at nighttime you're you're supposed to remember those three items. Oh, yeah. Just random stuff, just write down three random things. I think there's actually even a website you can go to, and it gives you three items. Ooh, yeah, because I was just thinking about that. As you see, that's another thing too. I'm I was listening to you, but I was thinking, I was processing and thinking of way or um, problems I had with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, but I would repeat the three items every day. No, no, no. I was, <laughs> like. I was thinking that if you just wrote down three items, you might bias yourself because you might write down three things that are easier for you to remember. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think so when you I said, thought about that too. So right when you said that, if you want to know how my brain works, that's basically what I'm telling you right here. Um, <laughs> so, so then you go, oh, but there's also a website that'll give you the three items. And I, in my head, I was like, oh, that's so much better, better because then those aren't things that you would necessarily be able to connect to something, you know, already. So that Exactly. Yeah. So okay, good. I like that. Mm-hmm. So just do a Google search on um memory, memory items test. or memory test or something. And then um I, I'm sure I'm sure that's a website. I just can't I can't think of what it was or is. Yeah. So that's uh, a good tip, I guess. Yeah. So anyway to to focus again um, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You won't believe what I just did. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh my god! I'm going insane. Okay. <laughs> Not really. Okay. Um. So I was just going on Google. I was gonna try to look up the me- a memory test website, you know. And then I, uh-huh. I said, okay, to focus again. So I, in Google, I wrote memory focus, and I hit search. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of memory, instead of memory test. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. Okay. Well, I guess you're in the moment. That's good. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, did you find anything? No. Not okay. Really. Well, well man, I'm sure people can find it if they look for it. Yeah. So that's our life anxiety for the week. It sure is. All right, right here, since we don't really have a proper place to put it, we are going to talk about our Frapper map. Oh, yeah. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's added themselves to our Frapper map. And you can find it on our website at intransitduo.com. And it's I'd so exciting. Did you see that we have somebody in England listening? We have two people. Really? Two. Yes. I'm so excited about that. I, I'm i just thrilled. I am so excited, too. I'm excited about all of them. And I'm especially excited about those who put their pictures on. I on know. It. I love looking at the pictures. There's some really cool ones, too. I know. And, oh, man, I think more, more people added since I looked, like, t- or last, I looked earlier today. And I think there's more already. Really? Ooh, yeah, there's someone. I think Barb added. Hang on. No, Spokane. I thought it was Cheney, Washington. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. But yeah, we have just Avery in Bend, Oregon. We have. Nice. I'm going to list the ones, the people who put their names. Some people just put their locations. We have just mm-hmm. Avery in Bend, Oregon. We have Tri Boomer in Plano. Jamie from <laughs> Somerville, Massachusetts. Um, who's AKA um, Red Bull? We have Katie from Omaha, Sarah from New York, and then we have Elizabeth from <laughs> Dallas. No kidding, and me. Um, okay, and then we have six two three from Seal Beach, California. That's Amelia. Renee. Oh yeah, Renee from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, and then I think the rest are not, they didn't put their names, but we have people from all over the place, like, um, we have two in England, we have some Canadian friends as well, we have Michigan, um, a couple people. Arkansas. Arkansas. I mean, they're everywhere. Connecticut, yeah, Connecticut, California, um. You know, everywhere, like all over the place. So just Ohio. Um, yeah, I'm just totally. I've never been to Ohio. Have uh, you ever been to Ohio? Yeah, I've driven through there. I've never really gone there for um, on you know like that wasn't my destination or anything. But I've right. And our, yeah. ma- our map has, uh, as of now, as of our recording time, our map has been viewed 163 times. Excellent. Oh, seriously? It was like 140 last time I checked. Cool. Well, yeah. So, That's great. So please add yourself to our map. We'd really be excited about that because I yes. love I love to see where everybody is listening from because I, I know it's so exciting. We hear from some some of you guys. Um, or we have heard from some of you guys through emails and voicemails, but I know there's more people that are listening that we haven't heard from, and we just think it's cool to see where people are listening from and um, and all that good stuff. So 
definitely add yourself if you'd like, or at, at the least just take a look at it because it's cool. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Even if you want to remain anonymous or whatever. Or, well, actually, you can yeah. still, you can still remain anonymous and put and add yourself to the map. You just yep. put it where you're where you are. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the update on Frapper. Nice. And um, moving on to word of the week. Oh yes, Elizabeth. It actually has the word this week, unlike our pattern from before, where I would have it and she would guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So for the word of the week this week, I was talking to one of my friends, and I was like, "Oh, you've got to listen to this song. It's so good." And he listened to it, and he was like, "Ooh, her voice is very mellifluous." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that word before in my life. And so, of course, I wrote it down, and I ran home and looked it up. And here is the etymology. It's Middle English for mellifluous, and it's from late Latin for mellifluous. And it's spelled M-E-L-L-I-S-L-U-O-U-S. It means having a smooth, rich flow, like as in a voice, or filled with something as honey that sweetens. Isn't that good? That's a good word. Mellifluous. It's good. I like it. It's nice. It has a... It, actually, the word itself is mellifluous. It is. What is that called when the word is actually what it is? That's called something, isn't it? Um, probably. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? I can't I remember, know. but anyway. That, that's our exercise your brain. What is that? Yeah, no kidding. That should be the exercise your brain. What is it called whenever the word itself actually mimics the definition of the word. Yeah, or you mean when it's also when it sounds like what it, you know what I mean? Uh, yes, I know what you're saying. I can't think of how to say it, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It sounds the same, the word is spelled the same as it's, uh, I, you know, I can't say it right, but I know... Someone, I know someone's understanding what I'm trying to say. Hopefully, I know. I get you. I just don't know how to fix it. <laughs> So if anybody knows the answer to that, let us know because and we don't have an answer for you. So <laughs> hopefully someone will call and let us know and they can call our hotline at nine two zero four eight two four eight two two. Or you can hit us up on our website at intransitduo.com. While you're checking out our fracker map, you can shoot us an email and let us know that we're crazy and we have no idea what we're talking about. Or you can actually give us an answer. Exactly. And I'm excited. Please email because I'm going to die if I don't know. And I just have to add that I really like when you call our phone number the hotline. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Give me a call. <laughs> like it reminds me of when they're doing telethons and they're like, "Call the hotline. <laughs> Operators are standing by." <laughs> okay. There are no operators standing by besides our little message on there, but we would love to hear from you. Oh, I have our answer from last week's um, uh, Exercise Your Brain also. Okay, good. All right. Mm, the question was, which U.S. city has the cleanest air? And I gave you three choices, and the first one was L.A., the second one was um, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and the third one was Rapid City, South Dakota. Here we got a message from John from Massachusetts with the correct answer to our exercise your brain last week. So here's his message. Hey, in transit duo, this is John calling from Massachusetts. And 
I uh, just downloaded a couple of your podcasts. And, uh, I was listening to Brett from Zenith in the uh, triathlon, and he mentioned uh, the fact that he was pretty impressed that Tara rides a fixie to work. So um, I found your website and uh, really enjoy your podcast. Um, let's see. This year, um, my training is going pretty good. This is my second year um, in triathlon, and uh, I have an Olympic scheduled coming up, and I got a half iron minute at the end of the year, and a couple of uh, uh, sprints in the middle. Um, let's see. I have the answer to your question, I think. Uh, which city has the cleanest air in the U.S.? I did a little bit of searching online, and my guess is going to be that it's Cheyenne, Wyoming. And uh, that's my guess. So, um, oh, yeah, and I also added myself to your Frapple map. So uh, you can check that out. Uh, I also have a small little blog, nothing uh, nothing too big, but it's uh, located at try-john.podcast.com. And uh, that's about it. So uh, everybody take care and uh, keep up the good work. Bye. And my guess was... Definitely not L.A. Maybe mm-hmm. in my first choice is Cheyenne and my second choice is South Dakota. You would be correct, ma'am. The right answer is Cheyenne, Wyoming. It has the lowest level of soot pollution in the United States. That's... So it has the cleanest air. So if you have asthma or seasonal allergies or anything like that, go live in Wyoming. That is stellar. I want to go. I've never been there. I really want to go there, though. I've heard good things. I know. I'd like to go to Wyoming, too. But, I, you know, I think that has just a lot to do with the populations out there because, I mean, that has an extremely low population, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. So I, I would assume know. that probably has something to do with the soot in the air. Well, that and I wonder if it's um, the amount of industry there. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Oh, but L.A. has the highest soap pollution, so that's one of the little tidbit on yeah, this well, yeah, that, exercise your brain. I'm surprised <laughs> that was one of the options because that's yeah. It's like, yeah, the right. opposite, you know. Exactly, exactly. So, okay, so that's the answer for this week's exercise your brain. And if you've got an answer for us on the vague question that we just asked, <laughs> any English majors out there, give us a call. Exactly. Cool. The next segment is In the News. And in the News. Elizabeth, you were telling me earlier that you were reading an article and thought you found something good regarding yeah. relationship dynamics. Yes, definitely. I was um, reading, you know... I, I'm almost positive it was Vogue magazine. I've never read Vogue in my entire life, but I was getting my hair cut, and that's the only magazine that they had, besides, like, hair magazines, and I'm not going to sit there and read one of those. So um, so I picked up the Vogue, and I was flipping through the table of contents, and I was actually really surprised that they had so many things on health and sports in Vogue. Yeah? I, so, that's good. That's a good sign, actually. I know. I thought so, too. I was really excited about it. Anyway, so one of the stories that I read was about, um, well, it was specifically featuring um, a runner, and I'm pretty sure her, her last name is Ratcliffe. She's a professional runner, and she holds the world record in uh, for females in the fastest marathon. 
And so she's she does ultra marathons. She's a super duper long distance runner. She's been running since she was in cross country in high school. I mean, she's been running forever. And she is in her 30s now, and she's still running. <clears throat> but the whole story was based on her being pregnant and how her training was going for her being pregnant. And since we talked about pregnancy last week, I'm not going to talk about that. But I, what kind of intrigued me about the story was that she and her husband, her she's also married to um, a pro athlete who is also a runner, but he's retired now, so he doesn't do that. But he um, coaches her. So, I mean, she has a regular coach, but he also coaches her, you know, yells at her and stuff. But they were talking about how their relationship dynamic is and how it's totally normal for them that when other people look at their relationship, they're like, wow, he really yells at her all the time. And, and, uh, like it seems like he's so mean to her because he's like you're doing that wrong or you need to do that better or you're cheating you know stuff like that like when she's doing leg raises or something he's like you're cheating you're cheating you know you got to do it better and he's like a coach and so and she just does and she takes it which I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all but I was thinking focusing Elizabeth focusing (laughs) I was trying to think I wonder if um, athletic couples are actually kind of have that dynamic as well, or if if it's a one-sided thing, or for I wonder what couples do if one is an athlete and the other one isn't. Mm. I wonder if the other person is looking at their spouse, thinking they're completely crazy for going out and running two hours. I can't believe they actually do that. I mean, I'm sure that happens in some relationships, but then I'm also sure you've got the supportive groups that are like, I can't believe you're for two hours, but I'm so excited I'm making a poster, you know. But anyway, I'm just, my whole in the news was relationship dynamics in sports and especially for athletes who are couples, but they're athletes at the same time, how their relationships differ from people who aren't athletes or for people who only have one part of the two that who is an athlete. So anyway, that's what I've been thinking about. So do you have any opinions on it? Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, my only opinion would be that every couple is different. And so, but I don't think it's right for people to look at their relationship and think it's mean or bad or just evil because all they do is train together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because that's just their thing. Do you have any um, exa- like examples from your relationships? Examples. I'm trying to think of if I. I'm trying own? to think if I have any. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I've been like from, in relationships from where. Past or, yeah, it doesn't have to be current, just past. Oh yeah, definitely. I've I've dated non-athletes before, and it made such a difference in our relationship. And and then dating an athlete, it's completely different. I mean, for those for those of you who've d- dated a non-athlete and then dated an athlete, you know that it's different. But um, I just seem to have more in common, obviously, with a person who um, works out than a person who doesn't. Just because I feel like they understand what I'm doing, and they seem to have more discipline to me and a lot more understanding for my desire to actually perform 
at a certain level rather than just be a jackass, you know? Yeah. Well, one thing I want to throw in there, too, is a different um, category. Like, we're talking about non-athlete versus athlete, but another Mm -hmm. thing that I've experienced, that you probably can guess the guy I'm thinking of when I'm talking about (laughs) past, but I, I won't advertise it, but... Um, <laughs> a past boyfriend of mine um, was athletic, but he wasn't um, into racing or he wasn't into, uh, like, organized athletic- athletics, you know, just... Um, yeah. He's more of a leisure, just work out whenever, kind of bike ride here, there, you know, like, nothing... Like, I, I'm pretty focused. I like to have goals. Like, I always have another event planned, you know, and I have kind mm-hmm. of, I'm kind of structured in my athletics, I guess you could say. That was actually a challenge, or difficult, I think. Maybe I'm just difficult, I don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I I think that could even make a difference. I mean, yeah, there's definitely, and I've also dated guys that aren't athletic at all, and that. I mean, mm-hmm. I see differences between all all three groups, I guess I could say. Oh, yeah, definitely. But for, for the partner who, you know, dating someone who um, may be athletic but not in the same way, um, it, can yeah. be, it can be an issue because, like, with the guy I'm thinking of, whenever, like, here's a specific example I'm thinking of is when I had a triathlon and I... Um, he obviously wasn't doing the race with me or anything, and he didn't come to watch me because it was like early in the morning, you know. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that race. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, like I don't know. It. I think the problem there was that he didn't understand how important it was to me. Or even if he didn't understand it, it was a support. It was a support thing too. So yeah. I guess that's a really good point. If you're a different level of, if you have a different level of athleticism compared to your significant other, the balancing between support and understanding is difficult to do. Yeah. I mean, because I've dated people who are a lot more elite athletes than I am, of course, that's not hard to do, but um, who are a lot (laughs) more athletic than I am. But it was hard for me. It wasn't as hard for me because I'm a lot more, I guess, empathetic when it comes to that stuff, but um, but it's definitely different. It, it, it puts your priorities in perspective, that's for sure. Yeah, and I guess I can't say too much about that guy because obviously we're not dating anymore, so maybe it was just an issue with, <laughs> hi- with him. <laughs> but, I mean, I do I do have to say that it was kind of split because part of the time, I mean, I was at least glad that he was athletic at all, you know? Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time, it was like he didn't have the same mindset as I did mm-hmm. about racing and about how I, like, he didn't have the passion for it, you know, I guess. Yeah. He just or his passion was just different. Or, yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was very inconsistent. Like, he would mm-hmm. get on a kick where he'd work out quite a bit, and then he'd just go a month without working out once, you know? So, wow. yeah, I can't do that. I, it's something, I. it's a part of my lifestyle, you know? I can't just drop mm-hmm. it. 
So anyway, right? It, like, like I said, I was it, without going more into it. It could have just been that relationship in general. So whatever. But you know what I would like to know? Yeah. What? I would like to know um, if any of our listeners, if their significant other isn't an athlete. So let's say that our listener is the athlete in the relationship, how they make that work for people who are married or just happy couples and it works out. Like if you want to call us and let us know how, um, how that works out or how your support system works and how your time allowances go together and how your relationship is, is successful as a couple, call us and let us know, but make it under two minutes because our thing cuts off. Yeah, and and I am also I'm throwing out another question there. I'm also wanting to know if anyone out there has a partner who just has a different level level of fitness. So, like you're the mm-hmm. hardcore person and they like are the <laughs> This is terrible. I'm I shouldn't even say this, but I'm just going to anyway. But <laughs> I'm just picturing in my head the like a guy listener who has a girlfriend or a wife who is the type that goes to the gym and um, goes on the elliptical machine for 30 minutes and t- like is able to hold a whole conversation while they're working out because you know that kind of like girly girl that you know wears makeup and makeup and perfume to the gym. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with elliptical machines, Kara. I know. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think everyone knows what you're talking about. But, yeah, okay. even though they still go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so terrible. Okay. So anyway, to be more not so stereotypical, just in general, if they are more, um, it's not, they just do it because they think they need to do it, not because they're passionate about it or something, you know. It's not as yeah. much a passion to them as it is uh, something they do out of necessity or something they do out of vanity or whatever. And and how how that affects their relationship dynamic? That would be interesting to hear. I mean, you don't have to spill your goods on the on our two minute voicemail, but uh, just how you make it work. That I'm interested to know. Yeah, I and am. I have another question too, relating to the same thing but a different area is. Um, nutrition-wise, if you, and this is, again, mm-hmm. assuming that our listener is the healthier one, maybe, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, not necessarily, I guess, but... Oh, definitely not. I wouldn't but think so. I'm thinking, yeah. how do you deal with someone who maybe is is more the junk food lover, and you're the one mm-hmm. that's trying to be healthy, and how, um, how do you, how you're able to cook together and agree on places to eat, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Man, we could have, we have enough questions for our whole segment on relationship 101. I know. Well, how to be an athlete? Except, yeah. Except, I don't know if I'm qualified. All I can do is ask the questions. I'm not. I don't really have a lot of <laughs> advice. Because <laughs> obviously, I'm single, so I'm not really doing that <laughs> that hot myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing just fine, Kara. You're eliminating. You're eliminating. Yeah, I'm just figuring out who I don't want to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're just still in the process of elimination right now. Exactly. So. Okay, so our phone number is nine two zero four eight two four eight two two. Give us a call. 
Yep, and let us know either your um ex- your own little experiences or whatever, or um, advice that you have. Yeah, because yeah. we could we could use it. I know I could use it anyway. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay, so that's oh, in the news. Wait, we have what? some more news beyond that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, first of all, we want to throw a big congratulations out there to Triboomer for finishing Boston Marathon, which he was Heck yes. totally invited. He was invited to do it by, um, he told me, I can't, do you remember? No, I know he was invited after he finished the Ironman. And he, I don't know, how long ago was it? It was probably a month ago. Yeah. when he got invited, and so he's had a, basically a month to train for the Boston, and that was just last weekend. Yeah, and it was Monday. It's always, yeah. been, it's always yeah. Monday. Um, he he got invited, I thought it was because of his um, work with team and training. Like I they, think it probably was too, yeah. He recognized them for that, and they asked him to be like an honoree, basically. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, how cool is that? And I know the conditions for Boston Marathon were, like, treacherous. Oh, my gosh. It was. I cannot even imagine. It was, like, raining. So, I mean, because I was just, you know, a couple hours away here in Connecticut, and but it was cold and raining and really windy. I know I was, last time I checked his blog, he didn't, he hadn't written too much because he was going to put a full report up, um, like the next day or whatever, but, uh, and I haven't seen that yet, but anyway, he sounds like he had quite the experience, but he finished, which, of course, Triboomer pulls through, always, so. Always, yeah, yeah. and if you want to visit his blog, and I'm serious, he has the best blogs, I love reading everything he writes, it's um, www.triboomer.blogspot.com, and you can actually... He owns, he, it's just triboomer.com. Well, I mean, either one, but it's just triboomer.com. He has the, um, oh, yeah, that, he does have both of me. Yep. So check and if out. you're interested in going to team and training, you can actually go through his website too and make donations to their cause. And he has just phenomenal stories and he's such a supporter of them. And I just, everything about him is just fantastic. It is. He's so cool. So way to go, triboomer, and anyone else who did Boston that, is listening. Congrats to you as well, because um, yeah, you guys anyone rock. who, fin- you know, even attempted that race is it needs to be congratulated. It was way crappy conditions. So no kidding. So way to go. And um, okay. Also in the news, uh, our good buddy Jetpack Tyler Darby just finished <laughs> a triathlon and it, he did the Tri America series one um which mm-hmm. had some kind of odd distances do you have that yeah um yeah i i remember it actually it was a 2000 meter swim a 27 mile bike and a 9.3 run yeah so kind of random but um anyway that one he had didn't he have a? I can't remember. I need to. I read this. I think he said he was tw- seventeenth out of twenty-three, or sixteen. I need to look at that because I don't want to get yeah. him wrong. I know. I can't remember exactly. I'm pulling it up right now, but I think he had a pretty decent race. Um, but it, he also had kind of bad conditions during the race. Like, okay, I have it. 
Um, okay. Yeah, it, he said he had a tough race. He finished 13 out of 27 in his age. Oh, see, I was ranking him at 17. But so 13 and, out of 27. Yeah, and there there wasn't any rain until he got on the bike, but it this was in Florida. Um, and it was also it was on, hang on, this was on Sunday, I believe. Yeah, Sunday, and so he caught that same storm that Triboomer did. But because uh, he, you know, they're both on the East Coast, um, he got hailed on by he rode through three thunderstorms and got hailed on by one of one of them, and there was flash, oh my god, flash floods. He had to at one point he had to ride through six inches of water, winds what? winds up to thirty five miles per hour, <gasps> and he thought they were gonna cancel it, but by the um by the time he got back to tran- transition from the bike. Um, there were four inches of water, and uh, the grass was all wet, and it stopped raining. <laughs> it stopped raining just as he got onto the run portion. So basically, his whole bike part was like crazy. But the worst. And then he up, had to run with wet shoes and everything. Ugh. He got. Um, he did the this two thousand meter swim in forty minutes. That's great. That's awesome. Um, that 20, is awesome. Twenty seven mile bike. Um in 205 average 18 and then 9.3 mile run 119 with an average pace of 830 that's so good he has improved so much since we've known him even i know how cool is that i mean i love listening to people's progress i mean he's just gotten so fast and i'm just so excited yeah i know it's freaking awesome that was the tri america triathlon series in claremont florida so, pretty freaking cool. Anyway, way to go. So, oh, wait, all of that was in Florida? Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that Florida had bad weather like that. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, they can. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I didn't realize it was just recently that they had bad weather like that. Oh, uh, well, like the whole East Coast got hit by all those thunderstorms. Yeah. yeah. We had tornadoes on Friday. We had four, and there was over $25 million in damage in Dallas. On Friday, I heard I heard there was tornadoes. I didn't know if any hit down in Dallas. What what did it hit? Yeah, the four touched down. Four were long touching down, and the sirens going off here like crazy. It was so scary. What did it What did it hit though? Like houses? I have no idea. Any Did it hit downtown or anything? They said one hit downtown, um, which that that doesn't seem possible to me because wind has to build up, and it seems to me like the buildings would break the wind. I don't know. I'm confused by that. But, yeah, they said one touchdown in downtown itself, but then there were three others close by. But $25 million in damages. Whoa. Man. Yeah, it was weird. My electricity went off on on all night that night. It was weird. <laughs> huh. Well, I'm glad you're okay, you know. Oh, yeah. I didn't even – well, I didn't even know anything was wrong, and I was driving out to go get Chinese food <laughs> in – <laughs> and I don't have TV, so I didn't know anything was going on. And uh, when I, whenever I went to go pick it up, nobody was out. I was like the only car. And this was Friday night. And it was I was the only car in sight. And I am in a city. Yeah. It was so weird. And finally I go in, I'm like, man, it's dead out there, isn't it? And they're like, well, there's tornadoes touching down right now. And there, then the sirens go off. And I'm like, wow, I'll have that to go, please. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, it was weird. It was really crazy. Man, so... Okay, um, so there's the longest in the news ever. Well, okay, yeah, but 
No, no, I have more in the news because I'm trying to think of where, oh. where these two things fit in. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm with you. Next thing is um, our good buddy Brett from Zen and the Art of Triathlon left us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And, okay, this is hilarious. You're You're going to hear it in the voicemail, but apparently he fell asleep listening to our or he well i think he was listening to a bunch of podcasts but he woke up when he when it was in the middle of our show when we happened to mention him and uh emily and how we were going to ask him about kai's bicycles so (laughs) anyway what how crazy is that so i hope it wasn't a scary wake up for him (laughs) yeah (laughs) right anyway so brett left us some cool voicemails um because he ran over, so he had to leave too. So, <laughs> and um, or ran over the two minutes, and yeah. uh, he's just commenting on our um, pregnancy talk. Yes, and yeah. here are those clips right now. Hey guys, Brett from the Nyota Trap on podcast, and actually, I fell asleep the other night with uh, with my iPod shuffle running, and woke up at about three in the morning hearing you you two talk about. Uh, Brett and Emily and how they uh, handled uh, being traffic parents with uh, Kai, our two-and-a-half-year-old. Well, the story goes like this. Emily did a triathlon while she was pregnant, <laughs> and she didn't know it at the time. So when she found out she was pregnant, she, one of the first things she did was you know, calculate backwards if she was pregnant or not uh, with Kai, and she was. And then... Um, Let's see, as far as raising a triathlete baby, I don't know. I think it's important to not really push it on them um, or else they'll grow up to be, uh, to not like it, you know. So we just kind of surround them with the sport and with the people, and he's really taken to it. Um, but we never really push it on him. But, you know, when he's wanting a bottle, every once in a while, you got all these sport bottles laying around you. You hand them a, uh, a specialized water bottle, you know, or you know, a Gatorade bottle. And... Um, Give them some of your traffic toys to play with, your, uh, your riding sunglasses and, you know, stuff like that, fuel belts. And they, they like it. They like all that stuff. They're just toys, you know. And um, let's see, he's got a, uh, I think he's got three or four bikes. He's got, you know, some plastic bikes. You know, it's got two wheels in the front, one in the back, and then he's got a, a radio flyer um bicycle and then he's got a uh, his real bike that he's got is a, a specialized hot rock with 12 inch wheels and uh, it's beautiful uh, really nice bike and um, an important thing to remember is the doctor Emily's doctor told Emily to not she could do some stuff but not to try so hard because when you exercise vigorous sorry part two here um when you work out vigorously, you're taking mud, you're taking blood away from the uterus and you're feeding it to your muscles, and then um, the baby, the fetus isn't getting um, the nutrients that it needs. So you don't want to do that. Um, and proof of that, one weird proof of that, is that when Emily gave birth, uh, Emily's a type 1 diabetic, so she was, uh, Kai um, went into... Um, not diabetic shock. Uh, well, anyway, he, he was producing too much insulin. His sugar level dropped really bad when he was uh, right when he was born because Emily's body was taking his insulin and using it, you know, making him share it with her. So he was overproducing insulin um, to give to Emily 
And Emily, when, when he was no longer inside her, he kept producing that amount of insulin for a while. And um, it was too much insulin for him, so it was, it was eating up all of his blood sugar. So they had to give him more blood sugar. They had to give him uh, sugar or whatever you call it. Anyway, that's the story. Um, com. Bye. So, yeah, thanks for calling in, Brett. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're awesome. And, yeah, if you've never listened to Brett, you can find him on uh, Zen and the Art of Triathlon through iTunes. And his website is zentriathlon.com. Check yes. it out. So, okay, we have another uh, update. This one is not a voicemail, but it's um, you should check it out. Actually, we can we should put this link on our website. Um Katie from Omaha, one of our... Actually, her link is on my blog. If you go to my blog at tricu.blogspot.com. Um, it's called Tricu, T-R-I-C-O-U-P. Yeah. Um, Katie, you, we talked about her... We've talked, we've heard from her a couple times, which is cool. Um, she's out in Omaha, and she told us that she was going to put some stuff up on her blog, which she did, about... Uh, our talk on also on the pregnancy issues, so that must have sparked some interest. Um, mm-hmm. I learned some stuff in one of her classes. Um, she is a physical therapist, so she, um, she got some info from her physical therapy class. Uh, but basically, I want to just kind of give you a quick gist of what it says, but you can go here if you want to reference it. Um, she said that most practitioners, or this is what they told her in her class a year and a half ago, most practitioners agree that a weight gain between 25 and 35 pounds is recommended during pregnancy. And, of course, it's not the same for everyone. Um, and But here's, the, I thought this is really interesting. Here's the estimated weight gain. The fetus is 7.5 pounds, placenta 1.4 pounds, Amniotic fluid, 1.8 pounds. Increase in the size of the uterus, 2.1 pounds. Increase in maternal blood, 2.8 pounds. Increase in breast size, 0.9 pounds. Fluid in the skin and other tissues, 3.7 pounds. And maternal... Whoa! Reserves, yeah. Maternal reserves, 7.4 pounds. So... Oh, my gosh! Yeah, and then this is also interesting. Um... Weight gain begins slowly, and then it picks up steadily later on. So here's kind of the timing. Between 0 and zero to 12 weeks, there's little or no weight gain. Twenty or 12 to 20 weeks, 25% of the weight gain. 20 to 30 weeks, 50% of the weight gain. 30 to 36 weeks, 25% of uh, weight gain. And then 36 to 40 weeks, little, little or no weight gain. So basically between 12 and 36 weeks is when you gain all the weight. And especially 20, wow. especially twenty to thirty weeks, you gain fifty percent of what you'll gain. So wow, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, but that is, I've never heard the breakdown like that before of where the where the weight is coming from. I I've never heard that before. That's really interesting. I haven't either. That's really cool. So thanks for putting that up, uh, Katie. That's really awesome. And you can find her blog is PT Triathlete dot blogspot.com and I'm assuming PT stands for um physical, physical therapy. therapy. Except yeah. every time I read that I I think part time triathlete. 
Oh, I never thought about that. Because I always think FT and PT, you know, for like full-time, part-time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Mm -hmm. but I know it's physical therapy. But anyway, yeah, so pttriathlete.blogspot.com. Check it out. She has a cool blog, too. She she always has cool pictures. Like this one that's her um, uh, profile picture. She mm-hmm. like she must have photoshopped it. I I think anyway. Um. So like her shirt or it's like all black and white except her her shirt and her bandana. Oh, I love pictures like that. My brother does that a lot with pictures. Yeah. So it looks really cool. cool. But anyway, um, she that post. I mean, you might have to scroll down a couple because there. Well, right now there's one. A newer one, so just look for the one called Pregnancy, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but also cool is that her latest post, or she's talking, she must be, she's thinking about getting a triathlon bike, and so um, she, she's got some pictures up of the ones that she's thinking about getting, or like... Oh, I need to look at that then, because I'm looking to get She's kind of going through the whole shopping part where she is comparing them. So she kind of she has a picture of a Quintana Roo, a felt, a, Cerve- a Cervelo, and um, a truck. So. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, you know what just occurred to me? What? Another another bit of uh, in the news. Yes. We've never had this much in the news in our entire time of doing the show. <laughs> I know. Ever. Well, it, we kind of jump from segment to segment and. This week, the end of the news is long. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay, um, for those people who signed up for Ironman Arizona on Monday, good luck to you. Okay, what do you mean? No, just good luck. People are signing up for Ironman Arizona o- 08 now, so... Oh, okay. It's the I, sign I up know, for I didn't know Monday. if you meant, like... I thought you meant you knew something, like... Um, oh, like they've changed the course and you're screwed. No, nothing like that. Yeah, exactly. I thought you meant... <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, nothing. Just happy training to you. Have a good season this year and rock it next year. Yeah, and and also congratula- congratulations to the finishers of Ironman Arizona and, you know, the non-finishers as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, the attempters. The attempters, because, yeah, it's, you know, that's a feat in itself to, to even get to race day, so... Oh, completely. Stella, Stella, Stella. Yeah, so tri-season is in full swing, huh? It is. I'm excited. So, okay, I think that finally ends in the news. Yes. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Katie. Awesome tri-boomer and Tyler. Way to go, guys. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's it. So this week's nutrition segment, we got a, a voicemail from Katie from Omaha last week. Yes, and we played it, but we didn't have time to kind of reflect upon it. So that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> Here's the scoop. So a while back, uh, in our in a previous show, I think this is several, like at least two or three shows ago, we talked. Katie had asked us about what she could do as far as finding things that didn't have caffeine in them that were also, like, gentle on the stomach that she could use um, 
to while she was training and racing. So we kind of gave her some random ideas, as always, randomness from us. <laughs> and, <laughs> We're and like professional she, random people. Exactly. So here's uh, the deal. So she left a voicemail last week, and she... As you remember, you might... And see, this is why we're following up, because you might have been wondering exactly what that had to do, you know, how that connected. So <laughs> she said that she um, had been trying out kids' cliff bars and and also fruit roll-up type things that she got from Whole Foods. Was that right? Uh, yeah, I think she actually did say Whole Foods, but just a place that has been food. Yeah, they have, like, dried, you know, like, dried yeah. fruit. They're, they're not actually fruit roll-up brand, you know, but they're, like, dried fruit that are similar to fruit roll-ups. The way they're... Right. Yeah. The right. way they're pressed or... Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. she thought that the Cliff Bars would be good because they wouldn't be giving kids... They wouldn't want kids to have a lot of caffeine, so they were probably on the safe side there. And then, um, right, the and the fruit roll-ups should be caffeine-free. Mm-hmm. Also, well, the ones the organic type that she was getting. So, right. So she, so and I'm just gonna push that again for people who have weird nutrition issues. Definitely walk around an organic store, not even an organic store, but just a market that has the bin food, like the large quantity food, where you can bag it out yourself. That's it. Okay. A good idea. That I'm a total supporter of that idea. Yeah, because there's and and actually that's great stuff to like take on a hike or, um, or even picnic season. Yeah, the little like trail mix things. It's great stuff mm-hmm. to have as an alternate to you know prepackaged Chip. processed yeah. junk food. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so basically I just thought I just wanted to thank um Katie for calling in with that update and cuz those are great ideas that hopefully some other listeners can use and I think I'll try that myself actually. I didn't think about well the kids stuff that that's a good idea and then also um checking out fruit roll up type things that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Okay, here's a twist on our nutrition section. Yes our no-name nutrition section. Okay, Kara, instead of talking about stuff that is good for you, what's your indulgence? Oh, what do I eat that's bad? Yeah, like what is the one thing you're like, ooh, I could eat that and love every bite? Oh, lots of things. <laughs> eat things that I do eat or things that I would want to eat? Or both? Um, Both. Or both, like yeah. things that maybe I eat every once in a while? Yeah, like every once in a blue moon, you're like, like, oh, my gosh, I just want to roll around in it because it's so good. Like as a reward or something? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Um, one thing that I feel like I'm splurging if I get is um, cheesecake. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I really like cheesecake. Um, I love cheesecake. But, you know, it's funny, though, because I've gotten to the point where I eat pretty healthy, and so... When I do want to indulge in something, I can't eat that much of it because I it makes me feel kind of sick, you know. Like, yeah, it's like, like just rich. I can yeah exactly like I can only eat a little sliver of cheesecake because otherwise it's just too much. So I guess yeah. that's a good thing. And yeah, that is a good thing. Let's see. Another thing would definitely be a a nice cold beer. 
Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but it has to. Oh be, yeah. It has. To, I'm I'm kind of a beer snob though, and see this uh-huh. is, this is a funny thing. I don't drink very often at all. So when I do, it really is kind of an indulgence thing, and I don't want to just drink a crappy like Bud Light or something, you know. <laughs> so so I have to drink like a nice. Robust beer, like I like a like a hefeweizen or, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like something a little darker, like a Newcastle or um. But I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I know you're a Guinness fan, but I'm not. I don't like that dark of beer. But yeah, um, you know, something with some more flavor. <laughs> so, okay, those are good indulgences. Uh, I think you don't <laughs> mind husband. cheesecake. <laughs> you should have that after your race. You should just reward yourself and go have some cheesecake and beer. But you know what else I like though? Um, well, I mean, my list is like a mile long. Another thing, I if I'm craving sweets, like as a celebratory thing. Um, I also really, this is weird, too, because I'm not a huge chocolate fan, but I really like German chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, gross. That makes me want to barf. <laughs> really? Yeah, I. that makes me sick thinking about it. You just, you don't like the coconut frosting? I just don't like chocolate altogether, and the thought of German chocolate makes me want to puke. Ugh. That <laughs> sounds so gross to me. But I hope you enjoy it when you but do you know, eat it. <laughs> and, well, yeah, I also like angel food cake. With strawberries and whipped cream. Oh, yeah. Listen, we're going off. <laughs> okay, like the last two weeks, you know what has been my craving? What? Okay, I have two things to say here. Okay, if you've ever been to the store called Witch Witch, no. it's a little sandwich shop. Well, anyway, they make their own chips. I'm not a big sweet fan. I don't really care for sugar too much, but I love salt. Like, I crave salt a lot. And so... um. I go there every once in a while for lunch, and since they make their own chips, they taste really, really differently, and they're kind of peppery, but, like, they're just horrible for you, just terrible for you, but I always get a little bitty bag, (laughs) because they put them in these bags, because they wrap them and everything there, because it's all done in-house, and I love their chips, so Witch Witch homemade chips are the best, and then, um, do you know what I'm just devastated about? What? Um, Subway, it sounds like I go to sandwich shops all the time, but I really don't. <laughs> anyway, one of my favorite sandwiches at Subway is the seafood crab sandwich. Yeah. And every Subway in Texas has gotten rid of their seafood crab. Why? I don't know. They said it just wasn't selling. And so one day at lunch, I went to three different Subways at lunchtime because I was craving it so bad. This was last week. <laughs> and I went to the first Subway and they were like, we don't, we don't have it. I waited in line forever too. And they said, we don't have it. So I went to another subway, and they said, we don't have it either. And I was like, what the heck? So I went to one more subway, and finally they were like, oh, we stopped carrying it. I was like, oh, well, I wish they would have told me that two subways ago. <laughs> you didn't so. tell me you had been to oh, two others, did you? <laughs> no, that would make me look a little obsessive and strange. <laughs> so, no. But, um, so, salty snacks are my favorite. I'm not real big on potato chips, though, but... Lately, it's been the peppery chips from Witch Witch. That's my indulgence these days. Wait, I, that's that's pretty good stuff. My another indulgence of mine is cheese. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't even think that's indulgence because that's like a staple for me. I have well, I really like pepper jack cheese and I really like string cheese. I'm addicted <laughs> to string cheese. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really am. I buy it a bag and I eat it all the time. A lot of, well, okay, and another thing sometimes I say I think I could live off of this is bagels and cream cheese. <laughs> uh, I think of you every single time I get a bagel, Kara. I do. But I'm really specific, though. I really like everything bagels with veggie cream cheese. <laughs> that is the only bagel I get now just because of you. <laughs> It really That's is. Awesome. The I other day at the it. airport, I said, do you have everything bagels? And they were like, heck yeah. I was like, heck yeah. Give me one of those with veggie cream cheese. And they were like, we only have regular cream cheese. Damn and I was like, it. dang it. <laughs> so I got one anyway. But <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Okay, so there's our indulgences for nutrition section. I hope y'all don't go to eat all these things. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we're not, we are kind of health nuts, but we do like to splurge here and there. Yes. So, yes. Into our cheesecake and good beers. Okay. Um, well, I guess that wraps up the show this week. But you know what? You know what, Kara? What? This is show number twenty-four. So show number twenty-five is our next show, and it's going to be fabulous. What is that? You know what anniversary is that? Twenty-five silver. I uh, I think so. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's silver. Silver anniversary of in transit. <laughs> Can you believe it, though? Isn't that crazy? Well, it's been almost a year, too. Like, well... Oh, my gosh. Not quite. I think it. I think in June it'll be a year? May? May. No, because when we... Yeah, in May. I think we just started it... Just started before we left for overseas. Yeah, exactly. So, cool, dude. Awesome. Wow. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, that pretty that wraps up our show until number twenty five. And with that being said, we should we'll leave you with our pump up song of the week. Well, leave it to me to find a song that we haven't heard in a long time. This week's pump up song is Tub Thumping by Chemba Wamba. Enjoy. Truth is I thought it mattered. I thought that music mattered, but does it bollocks, not compared to how people matter? <laughs> <laughs> 